2: arms room radio live from the ideal Conceal cell phone pistol studios with mike kevin and earl concealed carry gun safety the law the latest gear and more you'll get it all right here and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com tweet message email snap or mind mail with them right now arms room radio is on the air live coast to coast and around the world now here's mike
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I am your, uh, your, your your host, your guide, your, I don't know, guy, the guy that talks first. I guess that's about it. And most. That's about it. Well, we well, get, get, get a little bit of the most. I get <laughs> I'm, that. I'm
3: bringing in some handcuffs. <laughs> That'll shut you
1: up. <laughs> hey, I can't talk. Uh, hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, we are, again, coming to you from uh, Location Bravo during week uh, 73 of the quarantine or whatever I don't. Know. As this is this is week. Um, what is this week? Like fourteen of COVID, week seven of Murder Hornets, <laughs> week three of Riots. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I've got them all confused now. What, what yeah, week they this just, actually is? It yeah. all just starts to run together. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, hey, I do not do this program by myself. You know that I have my my compadres here with me on my right. The right hand man. The great, 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 great great-grandson of Daniel Boone, please welcome back. His name is Earl.
4: Dr. Corporate, approve memos, lead workshop, remember birthdays.
1: Oh, good to be back, good to be back. It's always a pleasure to have you here, sir. How are, uh, how are things going in the world of Earl? Going very well, doing
3: good, keeping busy.
1: You, uh, um, you're, you're out there driving the truckster, driving yep. the truckster every yep. day. Listen, I know we've got a story, and we're going to be talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe this segment, maybe maybe later on in the program. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Whatever works out, works out. But we're going to talk about uh, you know, driving in uh, these uh, the, the land of protests or the land of uh, Chaz or wherever yeah, it happens th- to be. And- th-
3: th- it's something that most people don't think about when they say, let's defund the police. Okay, what are you going to do when the shelves start running bare? Yeah. Because nobody... And an eighteen wheeler is coming in to make a
1: delivery. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly right. Yeah, you can, uh, you can, you can go. Uh, I guess raise your own crops in your own. Uh, Knock yourself out. Whatever, as long as you don't bring the homeless community in from <laughs> Seattle and they steal all your food, <laughs> and then you call out and say, "Does anybody know how to make crops grow faster?" Uh-huh. Did you see
3: that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does anybody know how to make these grow in like
1: maybe a couple of days? <laughs> really? We'd like to get all of our groceries to grow out of the ground. So you know, I did I don't even know how to farm Doritos. I don't even know how, to, how do you do that. I don't know. I don't know how, how do you plant tacos? Oh, that's it. Oh boy, yeah, it's craziness. Craziness. The vegan ones. I figure it's the vegan ones that come yeah. out of the ground now. It's not regular <laughs> meat tacos. It's gonna be a vegan taco that comes out of the ground. So, um, hey, on our left, the uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. He would normally be speaking right now. Yes, but he's got. Uh, listen, he got he got a case pop up. Um, he was telling us that it was a, I think it was a, it's an out of state case. I know that, uh-huh. and uh, evidently there's in that state there there's uh, all the attorneys they have in that state, and I don't want to say which state because we got listeners there, but none of those none of those attorneys are as good as he is. They're he's, slacking. They're slacking. So he's going over there with uh, He said something about a hammer and a bag full of sack full of doorknobs. He yeah. was, he was, was, which one do you want me to hit you
3: with <laughs> uh, what are my options again
1: <laughs> so he's he's going over there to take care of all, all of that nonsense so um, listen we're gonna get you uh, some good program uh, we've got for you here and um, but uh, but first we're gonna give you some statistics
3: oh statistics
1: listen I was talking to um, two of our uh, uh, frequent guests you know uh, people in the biz you know so to speak. And uh, nah, I mean, we,
3: we get them to the call in when we ain't got nobody better. Exactly, exactly.
1: Uh, and it was, it was midweek, and I asked them, uh, I had them on the phone. And we, were, we were doing a late night conference call, planning some uh, future shenanigans, I'm sure. I don't know. Smoking and joking, huh? Exactly right, exactly right. And uh, I said, uh, listen, I'll give either one of you 100 bucks right now if you could tell me what country is the number two most listened to country uh, that uh, Arms Room Radio is listened to in and uh they just you know completely off i mean like uh, like half a world of work way kind of stuff and uh i remember we gave it the week before oh yeah so i got to tell them guess you guys weren't listening the other <laughs> day huh <laughs> buddies pals you know? way to help me out yeah, there exactly uh last week it was uh, number two was uh week or country number two was cambodia yep and uh, you and i are still sitting here scratching the heads trying to figure out why uh, cambodia i don't know you know uh expatriates, something like that. I I don't know. I have no idea. No No telling no idea. People on vacation. Maybe our kind of people go to, you know, you know, the gun crowd. Maybe it's a big Cambodia thing. I don't know. I
4: I have to
3: to admit, you know, I I wouldn't be against going there. No, though. It's not my first choice. No, no, just, just from, there's a lot of other places I'd rather see, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's part of this world. Right. Right money no object or whatever sure I'd love to go check it out
1: I mean listen there's some great countries out there I want to see listen, I want to go back to Italy I want to go back to uh, you know to Germany mm-hmm. I want to see Miami again one day you know? <laughs> I, want to, I want to check that out see what that's what that's looking like these days
3: it's only three and a half four hours away
1: I know but it's still you know, it's a pain in the butt yeah, with the, yeah. all the checkpoints and, you know, oh yeah, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so number one this week again still oh, holding of steady of course of course USA <laughs> USA still, still holding steady the old US of A uh, number 2 the uh, the UK. Oh. have got the UK going on. Number 3 are our, our friends in the Great White North up in uh, Canada. Eh? Oh Canada. We've got them <laughs> we've got them going on with us. Uh number 4 and I'm a little worried cuz Kevin's not here this week. Number 4 the most listened to country that Arms Room Radio could be heard in is the Russian Federation. Dobre so maybe he's out there uh you know yeah. making deals yeah, and calling yeah, up Uncle Victor know. up, you know, <laughs> you know. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. Uh, let's see number number 5 is uh, is is last week's number 2 they slipped a little bit. Ah, Cambodia. Okay. Cambodia. Okay. And then we get down into a uh, you know a couple we've seen plenty of times before Germany, Spain, thank you. Number 6 and 7. Number 8 Belgium.
3: Belgium. Belgium.
1: Nice. Yeah, Belgium. FN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Number 9, Austria. Ah. Don't think I've seen Austria pop up on here ah. before.
3: Maybe they've heard us talking
1: about Glocks. Oh, that's it. Oh, Gaston. Gaston, hello, Gaston. Ah, he's listening. A- hello, hello, Gaston. So I
3: wear a size uh, <laughs> a whatever. G- I wear whatever. a size Glock
1: twenty-one <laughs> gen, gen four. That's what I wear. All of them. Yeah, that's um, in uh, in Kenya is number ten. Kenya. Okay. Kenya. So yeah, that's another head scratcher. That's another head scratcher. But uh, thank you for listening in Kenya. Kenya. Yeah, so yeah. great, great, great place, I guess. If no you're complaints. unless you're trying to get unless you're listening to us trying to get advice advice to get out of Kenya. I, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh let's see. I know where Kenya is located on the continent. I would say go west. Okay. Go west and then try and hire up a boat north. Let's just <laughs> say that. Do that. Do that. righty then. So we've got uh we've got a special guest coming up on us, uh, uh next next segment. Next segment and uh, you will see how long he sticks around for you in know, one segment, two segments, you know. However long we can uh, guilt him into staying, uh, we actually <laughs> works pretty good. <laughs> we we have not had him on the program before. Looking forward to oh fresh meat, huh? Yeah, looking looking forward to having him on, on here the first time. It's uh, we'll give him a little bit of an intro now before we get back for next segment. Time. Uh, Representative Florida Representative uh, Anthony Sabatini. He's a, uh, a Republican out of the central portion of Florida in the Lake County area. If you know the state of Florida, uh, if not, it's uh, it's it's it's. Uh, West. It's God's country, West Central Florida. Yeah, West Central Florida. There you go. Uh, so we'll have him when we get back on the program. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly, and I'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next segment here on the program.
5: kel sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable. He's on the line. Got Because it. it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, kel See more at keltecweapons.com.
6: Compensators, flash hiders, and hey, uh, premium listeners. You guys listening? We got Check on online at uh, guntechusa.com to see their vast selection where of parts. Where, and accessories. Facebook, 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 they go. So <laughs> drop what us a Facebook message or you or have it post done? on our page If you can hear us your old. tactical premium rifle, listeners. insist on tactical. Let's see if I can see who's here. Insist on guntechusa. Parts. Guntech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Gun Tech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years.
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
2: Do you love bourbon?
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you love whiskey?
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you love America?
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel. Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong.
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Located in the hills of Central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition.
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families.
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at boundaryoakdistillery.com. That's boundaryoakdistillery.com. Boundary Oak
7: Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights,
8: not the Bill of Needs. One minute, founder, of the One Second minute. Amendment Foundation. When someone says, "We don't just need just that kind of hard. gun,"
4: <laughs> <laughs> remind them the
8: founding fathers determined what rights our constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. (laughs) Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others Mm. don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose.
4: We have, you have the right to
8: dress the way we want, want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. With, so the uh, next time someone tells you you don't need something,
4: right tell them
8: HBO it's the Bill of Rights, not the right Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation yeah, right, right. today. I
4: saw that one, yeah. message Instead, on our Bill of released, might live. Re,
8: call
4: Academy Award. Yeah. Four five four, four seven twelve. Uh,
2: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment
1: of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to
2: BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Earl, how long has this been now? We're in, uh, we're in the uh, location Bravo, the uh, the alternate traveling mobile studios here. Hmm. Month,
3: month and a half? Month,
1: something like that. One thing different here than we have at the, uh, the, the original, the, 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 I guess the, the studio we sit in uh, uh, up top the uh, the penthouse suites there at uh, the iHeart Studios is uh, the accoutrements, I would say. I mean, yes. let me, let me, let me, I'm just going to, I picked these up off the desk sitting here on the table in the broadcast studio and uh-huh. I want you to tell people what we have here so they know how, how gun <laughs> studio we, we are, we really are.
3: Dang it! You handed me some charging handle latches. Now I gotta go build some charging yeah, handles. Charging
1: handle latches for an AR. Just sitting right here. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just here. They're just here. Yeah. You know, Just we just got them laying around right here You need some gun parts. They're here. Here at the here at the old arms room radio location Bravo Studio. So. Yeah.
3: Don't don't. I'm not sweeping up around here. Oh no. no I find <laughs> roll pins. I gotta build something. No, I got
1: a roll pin. Got to build a whole new gun. Yeah. Gotta dang it. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's jump to our caller. We don't want to keep him waiting any longer. On the line with us, we have. Yet, first-time guest on a program. Excited to have him on here, uh, Representative Anti Sabatini from District Thirty-Two in Florida. Uh, and w- welcome to the program, sir.
9: Hey, thanks for having me on, Mike.
1: Hey, listen, um, let, let's 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 talk for a few minutes. We want to get the people familiar with you, who you are. Um, this is your uh, this is your first term in, in, in the House in Florida. Correct.
9: Yes, first term.
1: And, uh, and and the the house terms in Florida they're they're just like federal terms they're they're two years long correct
9: exactly two years I just finished my second session uh, but first time
1: okay okay how uh, how is the how is the reelection campaign going so far
9: uh it's pretty much non-existent I have <laughs> not uh, received a primary uh, primary opponent so. I don't think anybody could really run to the right of me uh, based <laughs> on my policies. So nobody primaries me. So I do have three Democrats, though, uh, which is a lot. I've definitely triggered them to the fullest extent possible because that's never happened. There's never been that many Democrats file in Lake County. It's very, very rare to see that many. In fact, I said some of the other day, it's probably the most Democrats to file since the Civil War. <laughs> they, don't, yeah, yeah, they, they, they don't actually...
1: That might be all of the yeah. Democrats in Lake County. I think th- those three.
9: Yeah, there's about three. Yeah, there might <laughs> be one or two others.
1: Uh, hey, t- tell us some of the, uh, the the committee assignments that you have and what it's like. You know, getting on those committees is that something that you just hey you just you just show up for uh, for you know legislative duty and they go here's here's the committee or do you have to compete for those do you, do you request those how does that work.
9: Yeah, it's uh, interesting. It's it's supposed to be somewhat of a random arrangement, but they'll try to put you on one or two things that they think that you'll have expertise in or know about. Um, I'm an attorney, so they put me on the criminal justice committee. Okay. Um, I was this prior city commission, commissioner in the city of Eustis, so they put me uh, on a committee that has to do with lo- some local government and commerce stuff. And then uh, everything else is kind of random on the gaming control committee. Uh, One's called business and professions uh workforce development just a bunch of random ones six or seven everybody gets on about six or seven committees
1: with um the, with your military experience is there any they ever put you the 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 look to go on one of those committees the the subcommittee for the national guard or something like that
9: Well, there is one committee called local government and veterans affairs ah, I'm actually go. not on that committee okay. But once again, it's just kind of in a random arrangement. There are a couple of veterans on there, but you know there's a, there's quite a few who are not on there too, right, so right. they just you know, they try to they try to squeeze you in but
1: understood understood let's let's get down to it though let's 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 talk some guns let's uh, the first thing we got to do because this is what we ask everybody, and everybody always wants to know this which what's which, which your carry gun what's your what's your everyday gun if you if you didn't have to deal with signs, if you didn't have to deal with the nonsense of it, what would be the gun you'd want to carry every day?
9: Well, I carry just a little 380, just because it's so convenient. It's a car 380. Oh yeah. Um, okay, yeah. 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 The reason, yeah, it's it's light. You know, it's not the best 380 out there, but it's it's certainly one of the. I think probably the smallest. Maybe a Keltec is the same size. But I picked it up because I was looking for a new carry gun last year, two years ago, and uh, my good friend Kerry Baker, who I'm sure you know, he was a first sergeant in the National Guard for thirty years. Yes, he sir. actually owns. The longest continuously owned uh, family gun store in the United States, believe it or not, uh, tracing all the way back to the 19th century. Um, anyways, wow. uh, I asked him he, I was in there looking. Yeah, 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 because his family actually purchased it when it was a Colorado uh, firearm store, and they just moved it, kept the name and everything else. So still continuously owned. Uh, That's pretty cool. Owned, but he— I, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's over at Mount Dora. Check it out. Um, well, it's right, right between Mount Dora and Tavares. I think it's technically Mount Dora, but right. old 441. But uh, I asked what he carried, and that's what he carried. So I just told him, okay, well, if it's <laughs> good me enough one. for you.
4: <laughs>
9: <laughs> yeah, give me one, too. So that's what I carry for the most part.
1: Listen, they're great. Listen, as long as you conceal it, it works in your hand. It feels good. It's great. And, and uh, you know the we all know that the everyday carry gun is just the gun that you carry to get you to your other guns. Well, <laughs> you,
9: know, you know what the exactly. best exactly yeah i mean i have a little ar-15 in the house but you know i had the i have the 380 and that's what i carry but my favorite gun that i could carry which i only carry sometimes uh uh when i wearing a sport coat or uh, something a little bit more concealed but i have a little charter arms 38 special it's oh, the yeah, um yeah, what's yeah, yeah. No, i'm a yeah. revolver guy for sure it's got a nickname all the charter arms uh Revolvers do. I think this one's called the Enforcer. I can't remember the Enforcer. Yeah, I'm a but
1: fan of the uh, the Bulldog, the 44 Special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, oh, listen. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, I, yes, I
9: like the Bulldog the notice actually, but it's a little little bigger.
1: I can uh, I could tell you why you're a revolver guy, uh, and you may not know it, but I'll tell you why you're a revolver guy. You're you're a revolver guy because you, you're from Long Island, and that's 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 the land that's the land of revolvers, New York City and Long Island. That's, that's Long Island. That's it. That's where that's where everybody carries a revolver. That's the guns. Because, that's right. Because uh, <laughs> that's, that's probably true. Yeah. Because there's no magazine size restriction on a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's something that that's, uh, that's something that our, our our brothers and sisters behind enemy lines up in New York have to deal with all too often is magazine size restriction. Because we know magazine size restriction yes. saves lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> insane. No, that's a good
9: uh, that's a good slogan to use. Uh, behind enemy lines. It's it's sad but true. It's it feels like uh, that's what I feel like. You know. It's, it, it must be like for those guys that can't even own the most commonplace. It's you know we talk you know, type of firearm.
1: That's you know listen I'm, I'm I'm from I'm from the same place just a couple miles away from uh, where you were in in, uh, in Long Island so don't worry about it but I, I get it you know those you got to have a permit to go look at a gun. You have to have another permit to hold the gun. You have to get a permit to purchase a gun. And then you have to have another permit to conceal the gun. It's a four permit process up there. It takes a year long to, to get a firearm. There's, there's people that are in business up there strictly to help you maneuver the process of purchasing a firearm. And they make their living off of that. It's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. That. It's absolutely crazy. Um, let, let's talk about the guns you could carry, uh, a lot of that we're limited to down here in Florida because we don't have an open carry law. I mean, we have very, very limited open carry. We do like fishing, hunting, that kind of stuff. But we're one of those five states that doesn't have open carry. And I know that's that's something that Florida has been looking and pushing and dealing with uh, for, for, for many, many cycles now. And, and we see it brought up every cycle and shot down every cycle. What What's it going to take? On a, on a, and we're... I'm going to ask you for the short answer, and then we can expound on it because we're looking at a, a break here. What's it going to take in the House now to because there's a lot of Republican resistance I've seen to firearms to get to get the House start talking about getting Second Amendment rights back when Florida used to be one of the top pro gun states in the country.
9: Well, I put it like this: so I, I followed constitutional carry last year, which is open carry p- plus permitless carry you know, no permit whatsoever, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're a felon, pretty much anybody could have a gun. Yeah, I filed right. that was the first time anybody's ever filed that. And a lot of people say, well, why'd you file? I'm like, well, it's never been filed. In it. We need to shape the conversation. The thing yep. is we need to shape the conversation right. and the narrative in Tallahassee and other places in politics. If not, then people think that any uh, very simple Second Amendment uh, bill is, is controversial or too crazy. Like before I got elected, the big bill was uh, a very inane Bill that got filed, um, it was about if, if a church, which you're obviously allowed to carry in because it's private property, is right. attached to a school. It clarified whether you could or not. Well, first of all, there is no real issue there. You can, you can. It's part of the church. You're good to carry there. Right. But if, if that's like the most aggressive Second Amendment bill that's being filed, which is really the property rights bill, then people are going to start. They're not going to be thinking about the Second Amendment in a, in a bold way. So. I think these bills need to be filed. So back to answering your question about open carry, the fact that open carry wasn't filed until last year makes me think that most people are looking, viewing it in Tallahassee as a controversial subject again, which they wouldn't. And I think after the break, I can probably go a little bit more into what, what it's going to take. But in That's a perfect. Nutshell, yeah, that's... Next.
1: yeah, that's perfect. Let's do that after the break. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. Listen to us. We've got Representative Anthony Sabatini on the line. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around.
12: Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that.
2: you're listening to arms room radio live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studios if you want to talk to the guys go to armsroomradio.com and find out how arms room radio is on the air live coast to coast and around the world now here's earl
10: this segment of arms room radio is brought to you by gun tech usa for tactical excellence Check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A
4: dot
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location, bravo. or and I just sitting here talking guns. What what yeah. our ne- what the next gun is, because we're talking with our <laughs> guest about guns. So we're going to talk guns while on a break. I mean, it's a gun show, after all. Duh. Uh, let's welcome back to the program uh, Representative Anthony Sabatini from Florida's uh, 32nd District out of uh, Lake County, Florida. Welcome back to the program, sir.
9: Thank you so much.
1: Hey, before we went to break, we were talking about, and, and, and it was perfect timing, um, the difficulty that the Florida's had in the past where nobody's put forth major legislation to and I hate to word it this way, to, re, to re-expand or re-grasp uh, the gun rights that we've had taken from us here over the past couple of years. And you, and you brought up open carry and constitutional carry.
9: Absolutely. Um, yeah, so yeah, your question was, what's it going to take to get those things passed? Permalist carry, you know, constitutional carry, and, and, of course, open carry. Open carry got filed as a standalone bill. A few years ago, and that was the closest we ever came to getting it done. Uh, state Senator named Greg Stubbe, he's now a county uh, he's now a congressman, uh, a former army officer and, and and the true pretty pretty much the, one of the best conservatives in the state, if not the Congress he He got it through pretty pretty well in the House, and then when he got to the Senate, he filed it. But it came down to just a couple weak senators in South Florida, some Republicans that were really just rhinos that, um, you know, the Second Amendment, like a lot of issues, they're willing to flip on if they think that uh, it wasn't popular that day. And, you know, so to answer your question, first and foremost, you know, people need to be very careful about who they're sending uh, to Tallahassee or D.C., because you could send a Republican who is identical to a, a Democrat or a liberal uh, on gun policy and you just not know, of course, they're going to tell you that they're, you know, all about freedom and liberty. But you know, when they vote, uh, it would be the last thing on their mind. And we saw that in Tallahassee a couple of years ago when they passed massive gun control right. the year before I got elected, right. which I've co-sponsored the bill to, uh, get rid of that gun control to repeal all of it. Uh, both years I've been in Tallahassee, both years, that repeal bill doesn't even get a committee hearing because, uh, the powers that be are still there and they're very proud of their gun controlled. So they don't like, they don't, <laughs> they really don't like the fact that we even filed the repeal bill. They're very angry about it, but well, it's the, it's the right thing to do. It's the constitution. But anyway, so to answer your question first, you got to be careful who you're sending. to Iowa. Second of all, we need to widen our lead as Republicans. I know your show is not a purely partisan show, but I can kind of give you like the political, sure, yeah. you know, Please. inside baseball, what's happening. it's right now it's 20 40 senators and the the house is not an issue i'm in the house the house is good we would pass it out of the house we'd probably it would probably be very controversial but it would it would get out of the florida house of representatives even with the current leadership um the leadership was better a few years ago but we could get through the senate on the other hand is divided 23 to 17 republicans versus democrats we have the senate but we really only have a few extra seats two of those republicans um are on their way out, but they were truly moderates. They voted with the party maybe 50% of the time. They were uh, very liberal on a lot of different issues, and both of them were from South Florida. Other Republicans will, from North and Central Florida will talk like they're conservative, and some of those are the ones that got you know pushed over and voted uh, uh, failed and really caved on us when it came to the Marjorie Stone and Douglas Gun Control a couple right. of years ago. Right, right. So so what we need to do is win more seats and what's happening now is we had a Supreme Court that was very liberal for a very very long period of time. We did. And with this new governor, we were able to move uh some new very conservative Supreme Court justices in those positions. And the 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 relevance of that is when we do our redistricting next year after the census is finished and we rewrite the Senate seats this Supreme Court will be more willing to keep up and to um, approve of the maps that the uh, legislature has to draw for the new districts, whereas the old court that still had the liberals on it, no matter how you drew it, they would strike it down as unconstitutional and literally, literally write the maps themselves. The League of Women Voters submitted a map in 2014 during litigation with the Florida House and Florida Senate that the Supreme Court obviously preferred. They were a liberal body at the time, and uh, that became the Senate map. And what that did is it took us down from being 25 senators to 15 to 23, and this year we're even at risk of losing one in November in, in the Miami area. We might win it, we might not. There's a chance we could be 22-18 going into next year. But the redistricting is next year, and so in the 2022 elections, and especially in 24, but. Um, as early as 22, we could very significantly wi- uh, widen our lead in the Senate, and that would help us with more controversial items like, you know, pro—well, in their eyes, controversial items like, you know, uh, constitutional carry and open carry. So that's a long-winded answer, but that's what's happening in the in the next couple of years.
1: No, it makes sense, and that's wonderful insight. I mean, listen, we under the liberal court, I know we had. um What's her name? Corinne Brown. We had to, her district here was from Orlando to Jacksonville because the because of the the gerrymandering, or, uh, you know, the, the lines on wow. the map, you know, because they were trying to. Give it to uh, you know uh, a party lines. They were drawing the, the, the map lines along party lines to, to make sure to ensure her vote or that she got her uh, she got her a seat. Uh, so you know stuff stuff like that. You know yeah. we've seen we've seen constantly and and where I re- I recall it we we had the uh, we had the election. It was a it was a uh, in fact I believe it was a ballot initiative where it said um, we want uh, we want our, our, our lines to be more along geographical boundaries. You know, you know the natural boundaries, yeah. city, state, or city or county boundaries, or geographical boundaries. That way, you can't gerrymander like that. To, to, well, listen, I want this many Democrats in the House. I'm just going to make this many Democrat districts. It has to fall along, uh, you know, natural lines.
9: Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, part of a constitutional amendment called the Fair Districts Amendment that has four, three or four factors. One of them is using pre-existing geographical and political boundaries. And then there's a few other factors in there, too. The truth of the matter is everybody agrees with that. Ninety percent of Florida would say, absolutely. Who could disagree with having fair districts? Well, fair, as you know, is like any term. Yeah. It's a thick term with lots of mean, depending on your interpretation. And so the fairness of Republicans, when they wrote some of these districts, and this, by the way, this has been going on since the 70s, right? So yeah. The Democrats used to have all the power, than the Republicans, but then- uh, you know, things change and this right. and that. Anyways, but um, the Fair Districts Amendment puts the ability to dist- uh, to interpret the maps squarely in the Sup- Florida Supreme Court's control. And what th- that's done is it's lent them to, uh, you know, use their own ideological prejudices to create these maps. And so long story short, the new court's not going to do that. They're going to probably—obviously, if the districts were egregious, they would strike them down, but they're probably not going to do that. Right.
1: Um, you know, one of the other ones that we're watching, it just happened out down there in Palm Beach, in the uh, city of Palm Beach, where we where they declared a local emergency because of some, uh, what was going on, uh, you know, rightfully so, if they if they, if they thought the rioting and the looting was too much and declared the emergency. But one of the side effects of that is under that, our, our Florida's Chapter 870 is no sales of firearms or ammunition. Um, and, and I think that that's just another one of them old laws that happens to be sitting there that... It you know, might have been written in, uh, in olden times to, to keep, uh, to keep uh, listen, I know when it was written, the old Jim Crow laws that were redone back in the 70s, uh, or, uh, you know, f- 50 years ago, and that was to, uh, to keep black people from getting their hands on firearms when they needed it most to protect themselves. I think that's just another, one, another reason having people like you in, in the House now to, to, to get rid of these unfair anti-gun laws is, just, uh, is, is great for Florida and everybody around the country needs to take note.
9: Absolutely, yeah. You're referencing uh, a city of West Palm Beach, where the mayor uh, used uh, a very, very rarely used statute, 870 on riots, to suspend the sale of firearms. Now, any common sense person with an IQ above 30 would probably say, "Okay, if there's going to be riots and spikes in crime, let's keep gun stores and ammunition stores open, so people who are who own property or have families or just for their own self defense can." equip themselves with legally purchasing firearms and ammunition. But, of course, in the sick and twisted mind of career politicians and liberals, the first thing that they want to close when there's a riot are all the legal arm stores, all the gun stores and ammunition, suspend all the sale of guns and ammunition, literally the opposite of what a rational, reasonable elected official would do. But when you're driven by optics and motion in the media – it, there really is no telling what you'll do. So that's what they did, and I ended up getting national news coverage because it was so idiotic and stupid. And uh, it's, it's one of the many instances of misbehavior of local government officials that lent itself to a growing list of concerns that the legislature is going to have to fix next session when we gavel in in March, um, it, most of it having to do with the various emergency statutes, 252, 870, et cetera. I mean, in a nutshell, I know we're getting ready for the break, but I'll just put it this way. These were ideas that sounded good, but when they're, when this kind of power is put in the hands of bad elected officials, it's often abused, and we've seen that in West Palm Beach.
1: Exactly. Folks, stick around. we got uh, more with uh, Representative Anthony Sabatini when we get back from the break.
5: The Kel-Tec PMR 30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol. Not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Very hot.
2: you're listening to arms room radio live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studios got a question for the guys well you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com now more arms room radio live coast to coast and around the world with mike and the guys in the ideal Conceal cell phone pistol studios the following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios location, Bravo. Uh, we have uh, again uh, on the line with us. We have Representative Anthony Sabatini, Florida District Thirty Two. Uh, welcome back to the program, sir.
9: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it.
1: Hey, let, let me ask you: as a, as, a, as, a, as a military man, as a uh, uh, you know, a representative uh, here in the state of Florida, you see what's going on uh, with. National Guard units we just saw the you know some of our own brothers up there in the Florida Guard getting thrown out of hotels in d c we see uh, we see them getting all sorts of uh, you know r- ridiculous requests you know i don't know how we got to the point where the the, the National Guard is going to be used to go uh, you know kill our own citizens I, I mean it, can you is there something you could you, you, looking at this i mean I hear I have disgust when I hear it when I say they're going to send them in and you can't do this with the military and listen they they serve a purpose. Uh, And going in there to wipe out innocent civilians is not one of the the things that's even in the top ten of their list.
9: Yeah, well, I mean, anyone who makes that kind of claim or those kind of sensationalistic assertions is historically illiterate. The National Guard in all of American history uh, has always been used for peace and order when there has been rioting. Right. And uh, sort of mob rule. And we saw that during civil rights. We saw that actually in the early 90s uh, after the Rodney King riots. We've seen it at the beginning of the century. We've seen it all over the place. And what they're doing is, is the same old media trick. They isolate one instance, they take advantage of the fact that most Americans have no historic knowledge whatsoever, they make a bold and unsupportable claim. That Donald Trump and the Republicans are corrupting everything and the world's all corrupt and everything's changing and this. And And, uh, by the time people go and and gather information, realize it's incorrect, they're on to the next sensation. So uh, there's no evidence to support that. And, you know, that's why people have such respect for the military and the National Guard. It's it's their institutions that are not corrupted. And, and, you know, when they're used, it's, it's for a good purpose. And this is one of them, I believe, that we've seen in the last few weeks.
1: I've seen a a lot of stuff where our executive leadership in the military has has tried to make some clarifications about things that have happened either around the president with the president. Uh, And and I don't want to get into specifics of what other people were thinking, Uh, you know, from your viewpoint, from what you've seen with the soldiers you're around. Would you say it's a better state of mind now under this administration than it was under the last administration?
9: Yeah, I'd say so, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, Trump truly loves the military. Um, the Republicans are much more uh, robust supporters of the military than than Democrats ever would be. And, uh, you know, the base of the Democrat Party is, is hostile to law and order and discipline. And any tradition in this country, the military, like all great institutions, is based on, you know, a series of traditions that have been held together from generation to generation, and, you know, the woke left doesn't believe in any tradition. Right. You know, they're a, they're, okay. right. they, they'd are they rather destroy a, everything that makes the army or the Marines or any branch of the military unique and significant. And so I think people know that without having it explained to them. And so the morale is generally higher when Donald Trump is president. I mean, he's, I think that he's got the highest approval amongst uh, enlisted military members of any president right. in right recent history is I saw some coupons on that actually not too long ago
1: is uh is your district district 32 are you guys in any danger of having any uh statues torn down
9: (laughs) so I'm a very 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 loud vocal uh advocate of preserving the confederate monuments actually kind of what I was well known for before I ran for state house because I made a tweet where I I was it was really tongue in cheek I said if you don't like your Confederate monuments just send them to like county we'll take all of them <laughs> and uh, it went it got it got like a hundred thousand views in a day and ended up in national news it was pretty funny but um, obviously tongue-in cheek but the mayor, you know what I truly believe is that they should be just left alone and if they're gonna move them, they should be preserved and put into a high quality history museum of course that's not happening they're trying to destroy them right. they're trying to you know put them in warehouses there's no funding these radical groups are saying taxpayer funds shouldn't even be used to preserve these monuments. It's it's disturbing what's happening. Um, Lake County is a county that does not have confederal monuments and memorials, but it has an enormous amount of confederate tombstones because the county was founded in 1887 mostly by confederate veterans, including um, a Private Duncan, who is a, a he won some pretty serious awards during the Civil War, and he's like kind of like the founding father of Lake County. He was our first clerk of the court for like thirty years, et cetera. And uh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff named Duncan around here. but he uh, him and many other Confederate monuments, including Captain Maynard Haynes, who was one of the highest ranking he was the highest ranking military, uh, Confederate officer from this part of Florida in Lake County. The bridge in Lake County is named after him. Um, they're all buried here. And so honestly, at the rate the the woke insane left is going, you know, one day it's, oh, let's get rid of the Confederate, generic Confederate. You know, first it starts with the generals. Let's get rid of Jeb Stuart and Robert E. Lee. Then then next it's the generic monuments that really don't say anything controversial. Then the week after that, it's going to be the tombstones. Right. Um, I mean, that's why I try to explain to people who don't have a significant interest. I mean, my, all four of my grandparents are from Italy, okay? Like, they got here in the 50s. We have no connection to the South. But as somebody who loves America, loves the history, loves all of our culture— it's disturbing to me that anyone's trying to erase even a single part. Where does it stop? If, if we allow them to start removing monuments today, what, why would this exact same group of people feel comfortable allowing us to use money, currency, printed money with slave owners on it? The logic is the same. They want to eradicate all anything in all history and culture that's in their eyes, impure. And so it's literally a Maoist revolution that's taking place. They're just starting with a low-hanging fruit, which were Confederate officers, and then it moves on from there.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 the same thing that we saw. You, you, well, I didn't see personally. We see in the history books when we when we look at. Uh, we look at you know the Soviet Union when it formed, when uh, when when Germany when Hitler took over in thirty three, and, and and listen, we did get to see in Iraq when uh, exactly. when when Saddam started to taking down taking down his own uh, and putting put, up well, it was more putting up his own statues, I believe, than taking down previous, but 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 you know the same the same exactly. uh, I- ideology is there. Uh, let me ask you, we've got I only got about two minutes left. Uh, social media, you're you're big on social media. Has that been a, a key part for you to get your message out, or or is that uh, just a, a, a more the better way to connect now in, in today's time.
9: No, it's it's definitely part and parcel, you know, the medium is the message, and I think that politicians that stay away from social media are those who are not trying to convince, not trying to battle, not trying to communicate and articulate their viewpoints. They're just they'd rather stay out of the public square and for me that's a mortal sin in politics when you're not willing to debate, not willing to fight back. So I use social media a lot Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, all of it, uh, to try to push a narrative to try to fight back and try to counter some of the liberal nonsense. Uh, Of course, I I get an enormous amount of heat for it, but it's absolutely worth it. I think when politicians sit silently by, as we've done in the last few weeks, when police officers are being shot, you know, rioters are burning down parts of cities, police stations, these things, I think, honestly, silence at that time is almost treasonous. If you're an elected official and you're just sitting silently by because you think saying something is going to offend somebody, then I think you're abdicating your duty as a constitutional elected official. You have to communicate as much as possible the values that you believe in and uh, try to shape the debate. I think the left takes advantage of the fact that so many politicians, Republicans, you know, the old school country club Republicans, pre-Donald Trump Republicans, are more willing to just sit on their hands and do nothing as the radical left changes all the rules of the game. And, uh, that's, that's the biggest problem I have my party today is just too many meek people. So we need to, so yeah, I use social media as much as I possibly
4: can. Yep. To, Agreed.
9: Sort of ground.
1: Leaders need to stand up and lead. in the absence of, uh, the void of that leadership. They'll find somebody else to follow. So you need to get out there and put your message out yeah. instead of sitting on your hands, hoping nobody's going to accuse you of doing anything wrong. Um, sir, we're, we're, we're running on the, out of the hour here. How do people follow you on social media?
9: Uh, yeah, all my, all my, um, stuff has the same, uh, handle, which is Anthony Sabatini. So Facebook, it's, uh, you know, at Anthony Sabatini face, uh, I'm sorry, Twitter is the same thing, both are at Anthony Sabatini and then Instagram is the exact same thing too. I think it's Anthony space Sabatini. So yeah, I'd encourage you guys to follow me and I'll follow you back.
1: It's been a pleasure to have you on the program. I'm sure we'll have you back on soon. If not, uh, you know, we'll see you for lunch or uh, beverage soon enough.
9: Anytime, great. Thanks again, Mike. Take
1: care. You're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio again. That's Representative uh, Anthony Sabatini. Please follow him. Uh, Earl, as well. That's, that's great when we get interviews like that. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, folks, listen. That's the first hour of the program. Stick around. We got more program coming back for you after the break. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly.
10: If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready.
3: Remember, keep your head on a swivel.
5: The Keltec sub 2000 semi-automatic rifle. is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just
0: six-minute break here,
5: but because it can take Six handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at
13: keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Nag mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at SnagMag.com. That's SnagMag.com, because there's no such thing as extra ammo.
0: Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio
1: Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you.
0: Merrick
2: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio, location Bravo. We are uh, we are we are very glad to be back. I want to thank. Uh, just start off by thanking our guest last hour, uh, Representative Anthony Sabatini from uh, Florida House of Representatives. Hey, listen, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I do not do this program by myself, so let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right hand man. The great, 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 great great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. Whose name is Earl? Dr. Corporate,
4: Approved memos, lead a workshop, remember
3: birthdays. Yeah, you keep trying to do it by yourself, but I keep finding you.
1: Oh, yeah, listen, moved locations and everything, you still showed (laughs) up at the door. Still showed up at the door. Uh, Hey, on the left, normally would be sitting next to us is the, uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Folks, you've heard us say it before on here. Have Juris Dr. Will Travel. This guy gets a call and you're his client. It's uh it's time to go. He he does it. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure Kevin will wherever he is uh save some and embarrass many others in the in, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the oh, course yeah. of in the course of what he does because that's just how he does it. Uh he's uh yeah, he's 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 the guy that you call when um listen, nothing's working. You just kevin still got that bag of hammers kind of nonsense you know so, so, and, and, well yes and he shows yes he does um, listen i did get to, on the break here i got a, i got a phone call i we did get some uh, some some horrible news listen you, you hear us talk about second amendment foundation all the time you hear mr alan gottlieb is one of our regular commercials that runs through here and alab's the alan's the vice president of the second amendment foundation well the president of the second amendment foundation uh joseph uh, tartaro uh, he's he's he just passed passed away last night. He, he, oh, he's, no. he's, uh, listen, Joe's, Joe's a great guy. You know, he's a, he's an Army Korean War veteran. I mean, to give you, oh, wow. he wasn't, okay. Joe was no, you know, he wasn't a spring you, chicken. Yeah, right? yeah. But, uh, but just, just horrible, horrible news. And, and, um, all our thoughts and prayers out to his family and all our family at the Second Amendment Foundation. Um, I don't, yeah, that's, that's one of those ones, man. How do you, how do you, how do you go on? Joe was a, yeah. Joe was a rock and a, and a rock, a rock, a legend and a rock star there. So, um, we're we're thinking about all of our friends at Second Amendment Foundation and and all your family, Joe. So uh, prayers prayers to every one of you. Uh, let's see where are we going from here? You know what? Tara, we want to, I want to talk to you about some uh, some trucking. Uh, you know we we've seen this. We have these areas now that. Um, uh, you, you have these rioters, these looters, whatever you want to call them, and I think the, the biggest, the easiest one to look at is uh, is in uh, Seattle. Yeah, the what, Chaz. Chaz, whatever Chaz means, they've took over yeah, Chaz. I, I do know, and this is weird. They um, uh, what you know with with all of the surveillance and everything else there, uh, you know that this is still a this one's this one's difficult. You've got the, the the I think it's East Precinct of Seattle Police Department there. Okay, and that that building is in that six block square area. Okay. Um, it got taken over. Now, the mayor and the police chief are out there uh, pointing fingers at each other like, well, you didn't fight hard enough. Well, you told me to let it go. You told me not to fight for it. That, that kind of nonsense is going on.
3: And the, and the governor has no clue of what's exactly going
1: Exactly right. Yeah, Inslee might as well be outslee because yeah. he's, he's gone. I know that they went in, and of all things, they stole the toilets out of the police station. The toilets? Yeah, yeah. Not the toilet
3: paper. No, not the toilet paper. To, no, the, toilet paper. The, the, toilets, toilets, the toilets Yeah, Yep, yep. Well, they, they just wanted to make sure the cops didn't have anything to go on. Exactly
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> ha! There beat you, you go. to it. Oh, I was, beat you to it. That was a big
1: old meatball. I wanted to see if you were going to take it or not. <laughs> I actually want to thank our producer, Tom, for that joke. I got that from him earlier in the week.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but let's talk about trucks going in there. I mean, as a driver, as a delivery driver, I mean, I, you know, whether it's UPS, FedEx, or, or, or the bigger, the bigger uh, freight companies, if you get a delivery and it's got that address on it, you're going in there. Uh, are you? Hell no. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. uh uh-uh. no. Uh, uh-uh. there's you know, nothing is you know there. There's no you know illusion. Yeah. Of guarantee of safety and security. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh.
1: It's, it's, um, let me ask you this. If you, I, and if there's a couple of different for instances I've seen here and I don't want you to give up, uh, you know, uh, any, any work or orders or whatever they're talking about that, you know, that you're not supposed to talk about. Um, if you're driving down the road, um, and you had no forewarning that there's going to be a mob there, there's going to be a crowd there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit. We need to, I guess, just specify a little bit more. Uh, it, and all of a sudden this crowd just surrounds your vehicle. Again, this is not man I'm a I'm a trucker and I'm going to go flatten some people. I'm not talking about anything like that. You're driving down the road doing your work, looking for an exit and all of a sudden you're swarmed by people on the highway.
3: I I haven't I have actually I've I've been given a little bit of guidance from from work, but basically it boils down to you know use your best judgment. So that's something that where I will have I would have to use my judgment in in looking through the windshield at the crowd, right. Try to get a sense of what's going on. Right. Um, ultimately I, I just, I've kind of taken it back to something that you have experience in of for, for many years of driving a police cruiser. Right. Always leave yourself an out. Yeah. And if I've, I've looked at it or I mean, ultimately if, if any, any, I, I see hostility, I'm definitely going to react. Right. But I've even gone further to where if I see the capability, i.e. people carrying, you know, weapons and or potential projectiles or something like that. Yeah. That's where, you know, like I meant, you know, I kind of, you know, made a half-hearted joke about it, but that's where, you know, I'll select their appropriate gear, maybe just idle through and use the air horn as best I can, but I am not stopping. It's ultimately this. This is something that I've. I think I've mentioned that the the mindset I have of carrying a firearm. This is the, it will be applied to driving a tractor trailer.
1: The truck becomes your weapon.
3: Well, no, not
1: or your defensive weapon.
3: Yeah, it'll be it'll become a defensive tool. Tool. You there, know, you an, 80, there you go. Eighty thousand pound defensive tool. Thank you. Good correction. But ultimately, I will be going home.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I may have to look for another job. Yeah, but I will be going home.
1: Every truck driver knows the name Reginald Danny.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: And, and folks, you Google that one if you don't know it. If you don't yeah. know what that is, um, it's. Um, listen, I'll say this again. You know, I'm I'm not the lawyer in the room. Obviously, Earl's not the lawyer in the room. But um, uh, we we both teach. You know, the firearms courses and. What we'll say for vehicles, privately owned vehicles, is when they attempt to break the glass or put their hands on the doors and open the doors, that's that's when it's... Now it's a felony. Now it's attempting to burglarize your vehicle with you in it. That's an occupied burglary. That's an attempted carjacking. That's when the use of force to be able to defend yourself comes up. Maybe it's not pointing a gun at them. Maybe it's putting your foot down on the gas pedal.
3: Yeah, I'll say that, that's that's mashing that big pedal on yeah, the right. Yeah, exactly right.
1: Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone System cell phone pistol studios location bravo we'll see you after the break
5: the caltech pmr 30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 magnum lightweight pistol not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30 round magazine so when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation, performance, Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
6: Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you love whiskey?
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you love America?
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong.
7: Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Located in the hills of central Kentucky,
6: One minute, back in
7: one. It's the Bill of Rights,
6: not the Bill of Needs. You heard Trump is supposed to give or have a rally out in uh, what was it Tulsa or Wichita?
1: I did hear that. that yeah, the, the day after Remind June 18th or whatever 100. it
6: is. Yeah, they got a request
8: from 300,000 people for tickets. <laughs> it is not the function <laughs> of government to tell us what we need. Yeah, he's That's not a law popular law. at all. No, I mean, no one needs oh. an assault yeah. rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter,
6: no. Nope. Uh, how many of those people were uh, uh, surveyed in these
0: uh, polls that they do?
8: Honest, responsible individuals. Well, that'd be none. You
1: have the
6: yeah, right I'm
8: to saying,
1: well,
3: <laughs> probably
0: not
6: a one
1: yeah. of yeah. the
8: right to read books others don't like. We do these poll do surveys in San Francisco and, and you have the right to dress
4: the way like we Albany, want to. Well, they the right probably to ask you, are you Republican yes. or Democrat? Yeah. Democrat? The next time okay, someone thanks. tells you we wanna, you don't want to talk to you. The Republican bill yeah. the right, not the bill of no. Move along. Nothing to see
8: here. Move along. 10 seconds might live. Call. 425- You're not the representative 454
2: the city of the
4: citizens we
2: the looking for. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed the Phone Pistol the If you want to talk to the guys, go the armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by
1: Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like urban? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arm's Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, you know what? Uh, we just got some stats whispered in our ears. I want to share this to you. Uh, you know, the president's uh, rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was supposed to be on June 19th. Well, I guess when they scheduled it, they didn't realize that that was the, uh, the anniversary of uh, the declaration. It's, it's kind of weird. It's not the, when the Emancipation Proclamation was given, but it's when it was announced two years later uh, in Texas, uh, by the military, they, 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 you know, it wasn't like you had to Twitter back then. okay, right, You know, right, they, exactly. it took news a little while to travel. Yeah, you know? Know, uh, the, uh,
3: the Pony Express is a little slower than
1: tweeting. Yeah. Right, Right. Um, and in Tulsa, you had the, the, the massacre uh, back in the, uh, well, I guess we're looking at about 100 years ago now. Right. Right. Uh, Ballpark. It was, yeah. yeah uh, um, it was, I think it was 21. It happened. So, yeah. So just 99 years ago um, where, uh, you know, just ridiculous, ridiculous incident, you know, where uh, I I I don't was I don't have the numbers in front of me. I want to say it was over a hundred African Americans were killed by white mobs at, uh, at that point. Um, okay. No, I'm not, not going to get into history of it, but the, the president was supposed to be there um, to give a rally. Okay. It was it was is re kicking off his rallies that he does uh, that he stopped because of the COVID virus. Right. Um. And when it was brought to his attention. Uh, I, I, think, I guess they took a day or two and they said, well, let's move the date. And everybody, of course, the media side, the opposite side said, that's because the president doesn't care about black people. That's because the president doesn't care about, uh, uh, you know, what's going on in Tulsa. He doesn't care. You know, eh, you yeah. Know, doing a crap. Right. So he changed it. Changed the date. They pushed it back to the 20th. It's now going to be June 20th. And they just got 300,000 requests to be at the, in the audience.
3: Yeah. 300,000 people. We wanted tickets.
1: 300,000 people. For that's
3: one rally. Yeah.
1: I mean, the biggest I can ever think of being and he does these in arenas and you know stadiums and stuff like that is I, I think for in in mexico city in the, in, the, in, the, in the stadium down there they had a hundred thousand at one point when they did baseball down there okay uh, they they took u s teams down um, maybe Wembley Stadium, something like that in london i, I don't think uh, no Wembley's not still Wimbledy's wasn't a hundred thousand you know uh-uh. but the, it's, the closest, it's like eighty thousand i think you know the closest they,
3: I can think of is maybe like uh the uh, Daytona Speedway for, you know, oh, a, yeah, a NASCAR yeah, you're right. event. You're right. Yeah. hundred thousand people or a yeah. hundred thousand capability. Yeah. Now we're talking th- three times that meant much 300,000 people want to, want to be there yeah. with, you know, a chance to see him. And yeah, that, yeah that, that just he's a horrible man. Nobody wants to be with yeah, him. Yeah, Exactly. That to me, that just completely, you know, takes the yeah. wind out of the sails of all oh, the latest polls. He's, yeah. he's trailing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And with something we were talking offline with our producer, and it was like, obviously you know they didn't poll any of these three hundred thousand people right, right you know what do you think of right. the president oh wait Wait a minute first we'd like to talk to you about the president are you democrat or republican democrat okay come over here yeah. we'd like to talk to you yeah. oh you're a republican yeah, yeah move along yeah no, move along we have no more questions we're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, you're not yeah. the citizens we're looking yeah. for yeah exactly right
1: um you know you made mention there of nascar uh how about them shooting themselves in the foot this week, huh? Yeah. How about that? Uh-huh. Listen, I, I actually started to watch NASCAR again uh, over the past three, four weeks because it was the first sport that came back. You know, it was the first. It's a sport. I don't know if the drivers are athletes. I'm just.
3: They're driving yeah, 500 yeah, miles. Yeah. In, you know, Driving's a, a lot, row, you know. It's, at, it's at, at close to or yeah. over 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got a workout. It's a workout.
1: I'll oh, give yeah. you that. They're, it's it's an absolute athletes. workout. Yeah. Um, it's uh anyway, without that controversy, they brought me back. They yeah. brought me, you know, I've been looking for sports. I've been watching Korean baseball. Listen, I can just, <laughs> I can just about speak Korean at this it's point. Like, okay. You're <laughs> Jones and for yeah. anything, aren't you? Um, And they, and so I've been watching it. And then now they, now they announce no Confederate flags uh, at any event, stands, vehicles, you know, anything that they do literature. i like, did, I mean, do you not know who your fans are? I mean, it's a Southern sport, you know, exactly. it's, it's a real
3: Southern sport. You know, that they, potentially they shot themselves in the left foot i glanced over an article where they probably shot themselves in the right foot they're not accepting any advertising or sponsorships from firearms companies yeah they're they're done and i'm wondering how it's going to play out because i just recently saw something just on facebook i don't have any personal connections or anything. Our friends over at Spikes Tactical were going to start sponsoring a, I don't know, I could be wrong on the correct series name, but a NASCAR truck.
1: Yes. He was was
3: going to be the primary sponsor. Yeah. Wonder how that's going to play out. Not no mo.
1: Yeah. Not no mo. You got drivers leaving. You got, uh, it's just, they have really, like you said, shot themselves in the left foot and the right foot now. So it's, it's gone. It's gone craziness over there. Uh, let's jump over to some uh, some uh, some gun news, some kind of gun news. Okay. Do you recall uh, back in uh, it was 2019 in California when they when the now they've they've had a, uh, a ban on high capacity what they call high capacity magazines for for several years. It's been what's it been uh, since 2000. No, you mean standard capacity magazines. Yeah, that's why I said what they call. (laughs) What what they call high capacity, anything over 10 rounds.
3: It was designed to take a 30-round magazine? That sounds like standard capacity to me.
1: Exactly right. Since the year 2000 in California, it's been illegal to manufacture, import, sell, give, lend, buy, or receive magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition. March 29th of last year, a U.S. District Court judge ruled that the ban was unconstitutional and should not be enforced. That launched a buying spree across California with gun owners snatching up large capacity magazines. I
3: remember we talked about this. We did the math. Yeah, we did the math and did did a rough estimation yep. of how many tractor trailer loads. I remember of the number. Just PMags. Do you remember the number? No, not. Sp- I want to say uh, the the one number I kind of remember. It was we estimated it was approximately five tractor trailer loads. I think
1: we said eleven tractor trailer loads okay. is what it would take, um, which which turned out to be. I, you know, ungodly amount of thirty round magazines. Now, yeah. there was probably more PMags in California from that week than there's in all of New York, Massachusetts, <laughs> uh, Connecticut, New Jersey. Uh, you know, there were definitely just, more in yeah.
3: California where the, where they don't want them Correct. than the state that makes them. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, the and we and we knew this was going to happen. Now, it was six, I think it was six days later the uh, the state uh, attorney general there again refiled to have it uh, you know, injunction to have the import or sales and all that stuff stop until this finally gets done because these yeah. were these were it was like injunction lifted injunction injunction ended because there's the case is still active so but there was that 6 day window well there's a, there's a gentleman uh, there who had a uh, he, he just got he just got popped just got popped for having a couple of 30 round mags and his defense is huh, I got him during freedom week baby
3: <laughs> i'm safe got, i was on base got
1: exactly, was on base you yeah, can't touch me um he he got them during freedom week which uh, listen we know plenty of people that uh that in california that asked us to send them magazines S- some of them we did Yeah, uh, you, you know uh it's it, it's it's yeah sure yeah you can have them yeah, just okay how much, how much? Know, ten dollars a piece twelve dollars a piece oh my god i'll take them all and <laughs> how many do you have? I'll take them all. You remember Magpul shut down delivering to anywhere else. Oh yeah. For, yeah. They, they, they told yeah. everybody, you yeah. know,
3: everybody was getting emails and, yeah. and a notification of some way, somehow we have your order. We will process it, but we're going to focus on this right now. Cause we yeah. know we've got to jam them in there. Yep. yep. We, we can send yours to you three to six months from now. Yeah. We're not going to take that long, right. but you're not under the potential yeah. legal constraints these customers are, and not, not just customers. I mean, I understand they wanted to take care of those customers. They want to take care of all their customers, yeah. but they knew they had a legal opportunity to take care of fellow patriots.
1: Let me give you a little advice, all right? And we're seeing this now, that the state is telling this guy, you're under arrest, you've been charged with this crime, and um, you have to prove to us that you got him during Freedom Week. Now, again, we'll see what the interpretation is out there, but it appears to be that the state's going to have to prove that he got them other than during Freedom Week.
4: Mm-hmm. I'll
1: tell you what you need to do, because you could probably get with the lawyers, and you could probably even beat the charge. But that ride to jail is a pain in the butt. If you're going to carry more than 11 round magazine, you'd copy the receipt with, with, those, <laughs> with those dates <laughs> on laminated. It, laminated, put it in your pocket, put it in your gun case, put it in your holster, wherever it happens to be. the same way you would, you would for a class three gun for those bags that hold more than 11 or 11 or more rounds right now. Put your proof of purchase during Freedom Week in your pocket.
3: Yeah, yeah. actually, carrying a Class Three would be fu- be easier because ultimately, I mean, it'd be kind of a jerk move, and you know, you're, you're asking for trouble. Uh, excuse me, officer. Are are you a member of the ATF? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have the authority to question me on this. Yep,
1: exactly. Yep.
3: Supervisor. <laughs>
4: yeah. I've been hanging yeah. out with Kevin too <laughs> long. <laughs>
1: Make sure you got the proper paperwork with you, <laughs> folks. And that's what you're doing. Remember, you can always beat the charge, but you can't beat the ride. Yeah. So. And probably so. the jewelry. Yeah, yeah, true. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. We'll see you after the break.
6: I'll have Kevin ready after Fallen Hero.
1: Excellent.
9: First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're
4: under getting There's definitely adrenaline.
9: There was the explosion. Do, 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 do. And I remember just opening my eyes I'm and it bad. got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain That's medicine. Hey, premium
1: listeners. What's going to happen next? There? And this how like long am I going to
9: be here? By name. The Wounded Warrior Project yeah, dropped a guess, off the
1: back. Of Thanks for joining and it us. And had everything in there that Thanks I Thanks for do joining us on the commercials.
8: People who have been where I had been before said, look, brother, That's everything's going to be okay.
6: Major Bill's on the line.
1: Major Bill on the no, line. Line one, Major fine. Bill. Line one, Major that Bill. That
9: type of thing is an invaluable service. Got to got be honest, honest I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it oh. wasn't for them.
3: How I Florida without Learn more call one 832 or visit the We all play a role
4: in
5: keeping our community safe.
7: Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday.
5: Some are good, others not so much.
7: But that's life.
5: It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention.
11: Because only you know what's not supposed to be
7: in your every day.
12: So protect your every day.
7: If you see something suspicious,
12: <laughs> say something to local authorities. <laughs> Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPod-
6: Did you see where Minneapolis voted to uh, get rid of resource officers in schools?
12: Did
1: they do that too? I didn't see that.
12: So Yeah. yeah them to register with selective service when they turn 18 it's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like con- post a
2: little sign out front come on in no one here
12: and <laughs> them to go to <laughs> sss.gov <laughs> SSS. <laughs> or any was was stupid i heard that you insist.
2: you're listening to Arms room radio live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studios if you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Earl.
10: The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com.
1: Army. Army Specialist Benjamin D. Osborne died June 15, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Osborne, 27, of Queensbury, New York, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 327th Infantry Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 101st Airborne Division, Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Osborne was killed in action in the Konar District of Afghanistan of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit using small-arms fire and rocket-propelled grenades. He joined the Army in April of 2007 and arrived at Fort Campbell in August of 2009. His awards and decorations include Army Commendation Medal, National Defense Service Medal, Iraqi Campaign Medal, Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, Army Service Ribbon, Overseas Service Ribbon, Combat Infantry Badge, Driver and Mechanic Badge, and Weapon Qualification Expert. Osborne survived by his wife, Nicole, and his parents, Beverly and William. Army Specialist Benjamin D. Osborne, you are not forgotten.
10: If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407 or on my cell at 407 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is.
1: Thank you Kevin, thank you again for sponsoring Fallen Hero segment of the program. Folks, if you know anybody that uh, you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, you know, family member, relative, somebody read a book, saw in a movie, just reach out to us. We'd uh, we'd be honored to uh, do the Fallen Hero segment on them. Hey, on the line with this, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill
0: Sounds controls to made to Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week?
1: You know, not too shabby, sir. Not too shabby. How are things with you?
0: Oh, you know, it, it is quite busy uh, once again uh, here in South Florida with uh, uh, protesters uh, out there uh, making their voices heard. And uh, we are out there as well to ensure that everything remains peaceful.
1: If I want to protest the protesters, do I need a permit for that?
0: Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay, you you uh, have a voice just like everybody else. And as a matter of fact, uh, there are a couple counter protests that are scheduled to happen this weekend as well. So uh, other people are uh, maybe they want their voices to be heard. They're getting tired of hearing one side of the narrative.
1: It it well there, there is a lot of one sided narrative out there that's for sure. So, uh, listen. All kidding aside, uh, you know uh, we know uh, it's it's a uh, difficult work and uh, and and you know your safety is is utmost importance down there. Um, has there been any talk in South Florida of uh, of defunding or uh, or disbanding in any of our law enforcement agencies?
0: Well, th- there's always the talk uh, th- th- because again that becomes the, the topic of discussion. Uh, and it it really hasn't got a lot of of traction down here. Um, One of the the things in some of my discussions with people out there talking about defunding the police, and they're talking about, uh, in fact, up there uh, in your neck of the woods, uh, Val Demings,
4: uh, who's the
0: state representative there for the 10th District. She's a winner. uh, She's
1: a winner. uh,
0: She shouted shouted loud uh, about defunding police, but when you bring up when this was brought to my attention to the person I was talking to, I said, well, that's funny because she used to be the chief of the Orlando police department. Yeah. And, uh, like, no, she wasn't. Uh, yes, yes, she was. Um, so the, the job the career that provided for her for 27 years now, all of a sudden, why does she want to defund it? What, you know, if there was such a systemic problem, uh, in law enforcement, then she was in a position to do something about it. Then why wasn't it done? Uh, but again, you know, I was told, you know, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story.
1: Exactly uh, right. Exactly so. <laughs> right. Yeah, she was a she was a politician from day one. Uh, you know, that's that's all she she's all she was. She was a uh, this is what she was there for, and the city had her there for the same reasons you can imagine. And now, uh, I think she ran for. Or, you tell me here. She ran for. Uh, U.S. representative, U.S. congressperson, three or four times, and it wasn't until they did the little redistricting to give yeah. her uh, a solely uh, minority uh, um, d- Democrat district that she was able to finally get elected. Yeah. I, they I, literally I, created a district for her.
3: I don't remember wh- which job title, for lack of a better word, she was going after, but, yeah, she didn't win it the first time around. Yeah. They had to restructure it to help her along.
1: And... um and then you know, she'll always be known in Orlando for the the police chief that lost her w- gun.
3: Yeah, say I wonder if she ever found her service. Yeah, lost her service uh, firearm. Lost her
1: SIG. It went uh, went missing. It's still out there somewhere. And she tried to hide the fact and called a different agency where her husband happened to be in charge and see if they could take the report for her rather than report it through her own agency.
3: And there may be nothing complete, you know, nothing at all illegal about it. But to me, it just seemed weird. The wife being the chief of police and the husband being. The sheriff, the 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 town.
1: Uh, yeah, around, was in. around. Yeah, and again, that's, I you know what? I, wow, when that's, that came that's up, weird. When it was weird. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought, what are they going to do? Conspire to make us safer? But then yeah. they went. Yeah. Then they went and conspired to they hide all, crime. Yeah, they went all to political hide, to hide crime. So yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Major. We stole some of your time there. We'll, we'll let you jump back into where you were. And now she's obviously on the no, no, uh, on no, the short not. list for uh, for a uh, shotgun Joe Biden. <laughs>
0: Well, look, you know, there's been a lot of uh, you hear a lot of negative discussion about what's come come out of this. But, you know, there's always some positives, too. And law enforcement has changed in my my 31 years. And and Mike, when you were involved in it, we saw how we have progressed. We have changed. We have uh, different and new tactics and things that we're doing. But I think what has uh, hurt law enforcement is we've lost our way in that and and not us in law enforcement, but what has been demanded of us in that there's there's too much put on our plate for what uh, they want us to do. Uh, We've gone from enforcing the law and uh, protecting the citizens to being social workers, psychiatrists, counselors, uh, you name it. You know, my 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 kid won't go to school. uh, So I'm going to call the police to kick him out of bed. Uh, you know, all these things that have landed on law enforcement's plate, because besides the fire department, who else is out there 24/7? Yeah, uh, yeah, so right. at three o'clock in the morning, who are you going to call? Uh, and it's, it's not Ghostbusters. No, um, you know it's 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 going to be us.
1: That would be cool though. Uh, if you and, can get somebody to show up with an unlicensed yeah, yeah, nuclear yeah. regulator on their back to to deal with the loud music next door, I would do that. <laughs> Don't, just don't cross the streams. Don't cross just, the streams. So, don't
4: cross again,
0: the streams. Just, you know, don't cross the streams. Exactly. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. You know, safety first. Safety first. Um, but you know, so that's that's uh, that's inhibited our ability to respond and uh, do what we're supposed to do. But we we take on those those jobs. We take on those issues because we're there to serve the public. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that.
1: Very true. That's very. That's that's exactly what's going on. What's What's your opinion on? Um, I've seen the Seattle uh, police chief out there, uh, and the and the mayor doing the uh, finger pointing dance. Uh, uh, you, you you let him take over the city. Well, you told me to let him take over the city. Well, you told me to be this way. Well, I only did it because you told me to. Uh, you know, in the meantime, we got a six block square area with a police precinct, uh, you know, under under control of uh, these terrorists.
0: Well, you know, again, you're you're in a, a political brouhaha. Uh, I wanted to use that that technical word there. Brouhaha. Uh, up there, Uh, brouhaha. (laughs) Second only to shenanigans. Uh, And and of course, there's going to be finger pointing. And and in this one, you know, maybe I side with the chief a little bit. Uh, You know, everybody has a boss. Uh, And with all the different tones and things of of the way things have been going uh, out west, uh, you know, you get put into a position and you have to sometimes uh, do things that you don't want to do. Uh, we saw, I think we talked about this last year, where we had a flood of Seattle police officers that were leaving the agency yeah. uh, because yes. of yes. the direction that it was going. Uh, is the chief responsible? Ultimately, it, it comes to the chief desk, and, and you got to own it. But there's also times, too, where if that's what you were forced to do and your hand was pushed in that direction, then, you know, sometimes it, enough's enough, and you've got to stand up and say, no, this is— this is what happens. So we're going It's gonna be interesting to see what plays out. Uh, and also, I understand uh, uh, the Hell's Angels are are rolling uh, north. Don't
1: forget the Mongols. It's the, the Hell's Jack. Angels and the Mongols. They've uh, they've, the Mongols. they've signed a treaty and uh, they're they're yes. they're moving north. Um, Major, you got, you got time to stick around for another segment.
4: Absolutely. All right. Well, they'll take us out of this Sucker. one. Please be safe
1: down there for now.
4: <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I'll tell you what. Your storms from radio coming to you live from the Studios. We will see you right after the break.
4: The
5: Kel-Tec PMR30 hey, you know is no be? run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, <laughs> not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So, when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation, performance.
1: Was to for Keltech. For five years See that. more at KeltechWeapons.com.
11: Yeah, we offer volume pricing.
1: Are the CERT pistols made in America?
11: Right here in Washington State.
1: Do the CERT pistols have a warranty?
11: All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty.
1: How can I purchase one?
11: You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me.
1: Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me?
11: Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though.
1: If you want your very own SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent
6: you. ...com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.
2: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag.
1: Snag Mag is your premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location, bravo. You have myself. I'm here. I'm Mike. You know me. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hi. We have, we have, a, we have a right-hand man. We have a, the... the uh, uh, or the, his, his name is Earl. Earl, the great-great-great-great-grandson. We have Earl with us. That's me. Uh, and uh, Kevin is not with us, but we have uh, joining us last segment. We held him over from the last segment. Just so you know, no overtime pay because you volunteered to stay. Uh, we have a, we have Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio.
0: Well, I am salary, so, uh, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, no, uh, there's
1: no overtime. There we go. I don't want you to get any ideas here. You know that your uh, your attorney's already no, left no, the table. Well, yeah, so. I know.
0: I I I I've I've seen your rubber checks.
1: So <laughs> there first. you go. Yeah. bouncy, he, bouncy. He's bouncy. dribbled that to the bank before. There you go. There you go. Got a string on it. I get it back every time. <laughs> get it back every time. Um, you know one one last uh, one last story we got here. I wanted I wanted to pick up on and and uh, and give everybody out there in, in Baltimore. I don't know if you saw this. This was uh two three days ago uh, in Baltimore County, not Baltimore City. Um. They had a, there was a Zoom meeting. They were, this, this young family was, was having a Zoom meeting. The, uh, the, the kid was there, and uh, it was a school session, virtual school session. Okay. Um, during the, the, the school session, uh, now first off now, the, the, the parents, let me give you a little bit on the parents there. Uh, Navy veteran, four years, active duty, uh, extensive knowledge of guns, how to use them, how to store them, you get, you get where this is going, yeah, yeah. okay? Okay. Uh, son, eleven year old son owns BB guns. Okay. Boy Scout, fifth grade, Seneca Elementary School, there in Baltimore County. Uh, he's just an intellectual child, but he's all boy as, he, as, uh, as well. Or when you're when you're at home and you're an eleven year old and you're doing um, uh, uh, you know virtual school, where where where? Let me. You're not eleven year old. Let's say you're a, a guy in your uh, mid forties and you're you're doing Zoom work. Where are you doing it from?
3: Probably the kitchen table yeah. or something like that. Kitchen
1: table, maybe if you got a desk in an office somewhere or something like that. You know, somewhere comfortable in the house. With a yeah. listen, if the little kid's got a, uh, he's he's got a desk in his house that he does homework on in his room. It's probably at that desk where he's probably, doing it from. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, somebody saw that there was a BB gun in the photo er, in the room, and they saw that the child was in the room with a gun.
3: Oh. Uh. I can just see the ridiculousness that's going to... See where this is going? From, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, Major, let me ask you this. You get a call for, uh, you know, you've got a couple of schools there in your jurisdiction, and the uh, call comes in. Well, uh, listen, I'm am uh, I'm, we're in here in the Zoom, and uh, we're having this, this teacher conference. Or we're having, I'm sorry, we're teaching class. i got uh, 20 kids on my monitor, and I can see the one kid. There looks like to be some sort of firearm in the room. What, what do you do with that call?
4: oh well,
0: I mean, you are going to respond. Right? We we do have an obligation to go check. Uh, you have a firearm that's with an eleven-year-old, uh, but that's what's called an investigation. If you go there, um, it's a BB gun. It's was was the kid doing anything with it? It Was just sitting there, all by itself, and you know, all lonely, uh, <laughs>
4: right.
0: not being touched or played with or displayed yeah. recklessly, or you know, he's not shooting targets uh, in, in the room. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, yep. It's a BB gun. Yep. He had it, um and everything's fine.
1: Yeah, he's not on uh, the Zoom video, you know, possible. caressing it like he's Private Pile in the last latrine scene in Full Metal Jacket. You know, he's not. He's he's. It's a gun. <laughs> it's it's on it's on his wall. It's 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 that kind of deal. You know, it's he's not stroking it like it's his Billy Blue golf club. You know, oh Billy 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 Billy. You know, he's not doing any of that. It's oh, a, it's no. a BB gun in the room. Now no, again, exactly. you can't tell it's a BB gun. Okay. I get
4: that. But
0: again. You have yeah. teacher. You, you, have, yeah. you have someone who doesn't know they did. They recognize a firearm. Right. Uh, it's with an eleven-year-old. There's no other adult supervision uh, in the room that you can see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they make the phone call. You respond out there. You do the investigation. Um, and you know that's it. Um, okay. You know, everything's fine. You, uh, I could even know,
1: see. I could even see doing know, a um um, if you know, the teacher's there teaching the class. You know, they listen. If, if you haven't followed along, folks, if you haven't seen these kids doing these uh, these virtual classes, these are not one hour classes like they normally have in school. They give them five or ten minutes worth of instruction, then they say, "Okay, in twenty minutes, I'm going to come back to you and ask what the answers are, or give you time to work." And you know, that's it's not full on full contact class for one hour. The teacher, I think, would have had plenty of time to have said, "Okay, listen, I'm putting everybody on mute because it's it's, it's study time," and then turn around and pick up her phone and go. Need to call Billy's parents or need to call the principal and have them call Billy's parents and see what's going on. I, again I'm not talking about they're stroking the rifle and in and, 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 and mantra, this is my rifle, this is my gun. They're not they're not doing any of that. it's just up on the wall.
3: I can kind of put a little personal spin on this and then also you know, give an example of how it was handled differently a few decades ago. Right.
1: I listen, before you go there, I'm not saying my right my ways any different than major bills way one's better than the oh, other no these no. are just options no, i'm just for for adults to I'm, think about
3: right this is just you know i'm, I'm giving an example that schools yeah, yeah. you know brought up schools slash teachers brought up similar questions Correct. over the decades uh i myself personally i i i was young enough i don't remember it but i was told it many a time so i was either in kindergarten. Or first grade. I was going to say, this sounds like a Vegas story, but okay. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I've been told those quite a a bit too. Okay. But uh, it was in a a class, you know, everybody was given the paper, handed out. We're all sitting at our desks, and it was just generic questions, you know, name a decoration in your house the Purple Heart. I wrote down gun rack. Yeah, yeah. And my parents were not called specifically, you know, gotta have a parent teacher conference or right, anything like that. Right. The next time the my uh the teacher saw my parents, they brought up, oh, you know, just a little bit of interest. You know, this is the answer that Earl gave on this this questionnaire we, we had of, you know, we asked for decoration you know in the home right. and he wrote down gun rack. We were kind of looking for painting or or uh, you know uh, different something like that and my mom just very calmly Sp- simply looked at her and said a gun rack is a decoration in our
1: house nice oh
0: okay nice, nice. and that was it yeah but, uh, but, but uh, that gun rack identified as a Rembrandt uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a, it was a Rembrandt holding the Winchesters. <laughs> so that's even weirder. <laughs> right, right. Rem,
4: Rem,
1: Rembrandt with a Remington. <laughs> I, th- I think I
3: still have that gun, rack Too.
0: it's well, not in use You got to remember the, the the mindset was a lot different uh, yeah. when we were up and.
3: You know, oh, yeah. There
0: were gun racks in the back of pickup trucks in in, in, in my high school and in my high school. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, it was that was just common. Yeah. You
3: know? uh, if you knew you were going to go, you know. Bird hunting after school, you you know, throw the shotgun in the in the rack in the back of the pickup truck and take it with you. And you know, if a teacher or the vice principal or somebody like that, it's like, what you got there? Is that is that is that the Remington or is that the Mossberg? Oh, you got the Mossberg. Wow, that's yeah. nice. I absolutely oh. remember
1: going going to high school and being in cars and going to lunch, and there were guns in the cars, legal guns. Because remember Florida before pre oh, 86 yeah. open carry was okay, and you'd have them gun racks in the back of your truck window. Yep. Yeah. yep. Uh, you could put them in the back of your Nova window, but it was it was weird. Yeah, it's a weird angle. It's weird
4: angle. You got gotta bend the hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah, It was, it it was kind of difficult, uh, <laughs> especially if you, if you had a lot of. Um, oh yeah, one you know, of those little rushing cars. Well, if you had, if you had a, <laughs> although it
1: was a straight up and down back glass window, so yeah. You know, yeah, awesome. yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the, the to give you that reference, it's a. Uh, and Lada is a, is a copy of the Fiat Strada that the Russians copied. And, uh, and somehow at 16, 17, I it was one of the cars I ended up with. Although uh, the major and I went through some automobiles. <laughs> We're, you know,
4: that's it.
3: We're gonna... I would just want to go yeah, back in time yeah, and yeah, watch you did. get in and out of it. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good, pretty good well, car. you know,
0: back then it was a lot easier
1: to
3: get in and out of it. Yeah. Yeah, m- yeah. Mike was a little smaller, or at least his gut was a little smaller. Yeah.
1: I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the clearance on my, because uh, I have hair and you don't. Thought... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. So it's too bad Kevin can't be here for this. Yeah, I
4: know. <laughs> yeah.
3: He would have told us what year the lattes were made. <laughs> Take some old jokes
1: out of him and throw them out <laughs> them. <That's...
0: laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy, boy. Um, uh, he could
0: have told awesome. us what uh, you know. It was what what Brian Conestoga wagon he had crossing the uh, the the, <laughs> the West there. That's
1: exactly right. Uh, Major appreciate you joining us this week as you do every week. Uh, I know last week you got a little busy there, so uh, want to try and make it up this week. So we got you in here. I want to thank uh, Representative uh, Anthony Sabatini who called in. Check him out, Anthony Sabatini at every social media existence. Yeah, pick Paris. one, and Anthony yep. Sabatini, and. Uh, and Kevin should be back next week, but until then, uh, please, please exercise your second member rights responsibly.
10: If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready.
1: Remember, keep your head on a swivel.
10: My brothers and sisters of remember where you stand for your key
13: 66, I saw again you should. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt, loose in your pocket? Not at all. Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at SnagMag.com. That's SnagMag.com. Because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Now See ya.
3: It's See ya, sir. Adjustable. But because it can take... Like build just did his his outro i got i heard a little static is
1: that just i think that was just his his phone (laughs) yeah when i started doing the fallen hero i thought i heard a little echo which is why yeah i I I I took him off okay i
3: figured that's i figured that's what you're doing it's probably messing you up
1: so. so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna save this one let me do this bring this down hey thank you premium folks i see you're still listening we appreciate you Uh, reach out to us arms room radio facebook.com slash arms (laughs) room radio or just message us on Facebook you know how to do it so see y'all next week